Welcome back to our podcast. We are the Babbling Sisters. I'm Nelly. I'm Riss. And I'm Steph. <laughs> and today we have two guests, which I might regret considering <clears throat> the notes that they have both taken. Uh, first, we have Mr. Bush. Would you like to say hi to our friends? Can you tell them about yourself? He's gonna take out his notebook. <laughs> All right, took my notebook out. Um, so, uh, Mr. Bush, go by DC. Um, been friends with at least two out of the three ladies for at least God twenty years. Has it been that long? Yeah, might as well say it's twenty years. We rounded up. Yeah, close to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm one of them. It is always rest. She's sorry for herself, not me. You. No, I think she was she definitely sorry for you. Me. Okay, let's keep on with the introductions. Okay, let's not start a fight early on. Anyway, thanks, Chris. The next guest we have is Jay Melody. And good morning, good evening, ladies. Uh, yes, I am Jay Melodies. I have known Nelly. Uh, Brad, how long? Yeah, a long time. Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Eight basically years. my years feels kind of longer second mom. But yes, yeah, I'm like the the sister mom. Yeah, yeah, that's about accurate. Sister, mom, godparent, advisor, boss. Shall we continue? Financial advisor, crazy <laughs> friend. She bossy, all right. Oh yeah, fast. She really is bossy. Whoa, oh. whoa, 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 whoa. Like whoa, the number one. Notes? Uh, it can be in two seconds. It's, it's, it's over here. This was an act of Vanelli. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so um, <laughs> just to, to get a little into it, uh, I think I've known DC since I was like, what? 23? Maybe. So it's been a long time. I didn't tell y'all my age, but you know, I'm like 25. So it would make you 43. I'm not 43. He said he rounded it up 20 years, okay? He rounded it up. He's bad at math. Leave him alone. Don't be disrespectful. He's from the Midwest. It happens, okay? Wow. <laughs> New quadratic equations in my head, but thank you. <laughs> This has gone way off topic. <laughs> supposed to be about dating. We're not doing well. We're doing a great job. We're going to move right into dating. I'm really happy you guys decided to join the podcast. And as you know, we talked about dating um, and all different forms of dating last week, um, including online dating and dating apps. Actually, I don't think we touched on online dating. Just dating apps. <laughs> which is different in itself, but anyway, um, we touched base on how things are going with Marissa and her dating. You got a phone call you need to get a date? I, I apologize. It's, it's been like 
three to four Amber Alerts these past uh, couple days down here in Texas. I feel like everybody's getting kidnapped. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. That's absolutely fine because we're going to actually touch base on that type of stuff as well. But anyway, um, I wanted to give you guys a chance to offer up some male perspective into the dating world. And I know you guys took notes um, ever so nicely of what we discussed last week. But I really, really want to know, like, honestly, do you guys go through what we go through with, like, the catcalling and feeling uncomfortable in situations where, like, women are really just, like, coming at you and not listening to you saying no? Like, does it happen? Whoever wants to go first can, because I absolutely want to know. I mean, usually women are better at when you tell them no, they stop. You know, they don't really... I'll say usually because I've had some persistent ones before and it's just a matter of you know and that's the thing about dating I guess now would be like it used to be all about the chase so that was like one of the points that I was going to bring up is that it's gone from you know being you know aggressive was a thing that would it was seen as a good thing now it's not and so now it's kind of like it's different than it was like when even we started dating like as teenagers or whatever because you it was all about the chase it was all about you know you know you tell him no but you don't mean no you mean no but still pursue me type of shit and now stuff sorry my bad and now that's not the case now it's if you pursue too much oh now you thirsty now you 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 just trying to get x y and z you know what i'm saying i mean do you agree with what i'm saying jay honestly i 1000 percent agree with you on that one um yeah it's kind of funny seeing i saw i came across a meme the other day which i thought was hilarious it says something along the lines of like uh I don't feel like I could chase women anymore because it's starting to feel like sexual harassment. And I was like, you know what? I kind of feel that because I, I feel like the chase nowadays, is, it's like you just saying, it's way too aggressive. And it's like pretty much what you tapped in. Back then, it was more like, oh, okay, yeah, he's chasing me. That means he really wants me. Okay, that's cool. Whereas now, it's like, oh, oh, he's chasing me? Oh, he's a thirst guy. Okay. Oh, he's creepy. Oh, if he's doing X, Y, and Z... Can you imagine how else he's like, and et cetera, et cetera. See, it kind of be, it kind of becomes a domino effect in that kind of aspect where some guys just become way too aggressive. So, definitely agree with you on that, a thousand percent. But I, I feel like it goes both ways. Uh, women can be very, very aggressive as well too. And just to tap back into the question, me personally, I have experienced it. Uh, I am a DJ, so I see things in a different light. And I've always said, females approach me not that because they want me. It's because they want they like the thought of me. Like, oh, he's a DJ at such and such club. So that means he gets this, he gets that, he gets this. In my head, and I've always stuck to on rule. Like, I would never want to meet a lady out because I'm like, I don't know where her intentions are. With that being said, you see that limelight. Like, oh, he's a DJ. Oh, I can't, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pursue him. Oh, I'm gonna get him. Oh, and, and it was just the other night that. My boy caught uh, caught some girl like rubbing the crap out of my back, and I'm like, 
I didn't realize it because I'm in my zone, which is, I know it's kind of weird. Like, you don't feel like someone touching your back, but I'm sweaty. I don't feel it. But he, he, he was like, oh, he was like rubbing your back. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. I guess that's kind of sexual harassment, but. Yeah, yes. definitely is. But I guess it's different in the men's perspective and in the women's perspective. Like, where I can say it's like sexual harassment, but I don't, I don't bat an eye, but. Be the, I'm assuming if it was the other way around. It definitely would. So you feel exactly. like it's kind of taboo for you to say that as a woman is being really aggressive and sexual harassing against a man because society makes it taboo for you guys to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get it because as a guy, you just, we just don't really expect us to really, you know, say things like that. Like, oh, that's sexual harassment. She's touching me inappropriately. Oh, I definitely expect you guys to say that. Usually as a dude, you're just supposed to be like, man, back up off me. Leave me alone. You just go <laughs> about your day. You know, you don't really, that's not what you, you don't, oh, I'm being sexually harassed. That's not even the first thing that enters our mind. Actually, the first thing is back off. Leave me alone. Get your hands off. 1,000%. And that's what I was like, I didn't even realize he was doing it until my boy told me. I was like, oh, wait, wait, what, really? Oh, okay. I mean, damn. I didn't ask for that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. But it's like you said, Donnie, it's taboo. It's like, you know, it's kind of a a weird situation where, you know, things that us men go through compared to what ladies go through. So what if she was to like I wouldn't necessarily say it's taboo, though. I would just say it's just not. It's it's not that it's even been frowned upon. It's just the way men normally react to the situation. It's it's not out of the... It's out of the norm for us to acknowledge that as sexual harassment. We would just... We'd either ignore it because that's what we do. You don't pay attention to it, you know, and hope it'll go away. Or B, we, if we do acknowledge it, it's in a usually in an aggressive enough fashion that the per- the person gets the signal, "Leave me alone! Don't touch me! Get out of my space!" Mm-hmm. Then you got some of those ladies that's very persistent because you could be like, "Nah, sure, I'm good. Don't, I mean, get out of my space." She'd be like, oh, no, you don't mean that. I'm like, and then they continue because honestly, I see some guys that they'll just eventually cave in. It's like, okay, that means she really wants me. Oh, all right, I see where this is going. They want to take advantage of it. But then, once again, it becomes a slippery slope. For sure. That makes me sick to my stomach. <clears throat> so, what if she was to take it a step further and study your back and she just grabbed your ass and, or your balls? Like, then what? You, you're going to be like, not just get off me, girl? Like, you know, though, that's actually a funny question because I always ask myself, like, what would I do if I was put in a situation like that? And thank God I haven't been put in a situation situation like that because I honestly don't know how I would react. I would, I would hope, being the man that I am, I would be like, you know, please back up off me, blah blah blah. I mean, you you truly don't you truly don't know until you get into that situation. She grabs your body parts and you still say please. You're such a gentleman. I mean, what's the alternative? I mean, I, right. I feel like if I get aggressive, then this is going to turn back on me. Right. right. And you're it's a, a black man living in America, so mm-hmm. that's a whole so, other aspect to this dating situation. Is that I gotta be I gotta be careful like how I react to certain situations exactly. So especially the way the world is right now, so I have to be mindful. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want anybody to disrespect me in any type of way, but at the same time, I'm such a big person, big picture type of guy. I always like to think before I do. 
And I guess you're also working. You always have to. You're working, so you don't want any incident to happen while you're working either. Exactly. So like the yeah, like I was saying the other night, me being a DJ, I mean I definitely could re I could have reacted negatively, like be like back up off me, but then it looks bad on me and it's just be like, Oh, he's a DJ, he should be interacting with the crowds, blase blase, two plus two equals four. It it just becomes a whirlwind of nonsense that they just probably gonna throw in there. So me I'm just like kinda just try to shut my mind off to it and continue doing what I do, but once again, I've always wondered if I ever be, ever be in a situation like that. I've always wondered how I would react. Like if old girl just grabbed a handful of the the, the chocolate goodies. <laughs> I feel like if, his, like if that happened and he caused a scene and went to his boss and was like, "Yo, she grabbed my stuff," and that's why they'd be like, "And your problem is what?" <laughs> like what? That's most. That's what I feel like. A guy. Like that's it. what would happen if we said that. They'd be like to a guy. Like, oh, that's ridiculous. You need to do something, you need to file a report, you need to do this. But as a guy, I feel like you're like, okay, what's your problem? She grabbed your stuff. Cool. (laughs) I'm not saying it's right. I just feel like that's what his boys or whoever would say. As his mommy number two, I'm ready to go down there and start fighting these girls. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing elbows because. Oh, no, that makes me upset. Cause y'all know how I feel when it's like a guy being really aggressive to a woman and touching her inappropriately when she says no, no is no. I don't care what you have in between your legs. Mm-hmm. No is no. And I don't feel that anybody should be made to feel uncomfortable or made to feel like they have to react to a situation a certain way to avoid a further problem. Like it pisses me off. Mm-hmm. It's a sticky situation. That's definitely for sure. It's a sticky situation. But at the same time, I mean, I will say it's a rarity. I mean, it, it, I, I'm not saying that happens every night. It happens once in a blue moon, I would say. Good. But, I mean, for me, at least. Good, because you would have to quit your job and move back home. <laughs> not going back to Boston. It's too cold. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> what other alternatives do we have here? Just saying. Quit your job and go home. <laughs> You'll have to move to Texas and just watch them in Texas. It's not okay. So, okay, so I guess women um, can be very overly aggressive as well. That's uh, very true. And cross boundaries. not interested to react to it, though. Yeah, but that's not okay, though. I, I mean, like I said, female or male, whoever's being the aggressor, I just don't feel like either a woman or a man have to be careful of how they react to avoid a, a situation or further retaliation from either party. Well, I'll say this. I've had more men be aggressive towards me <laughs> or oh, gay men and like there was like a transsexual dude at one point in time uh, were more aggressive towards me than most women have ever been towards me. They do just straight up came up and looked at me he's like I like chocolate I'm like oh okay <laughs> I say follow around the corner <laughs> you know I, I mean so clearly everyone can be aggressive um, if you see what you want you're going for it I guess but I, I feel like people really need to respect boundaries 
when it comes to a dating scene and not making someone feel uncomfortable. And what really do you think you're going to get out of that? Like being so overly aggressive, like, yeah, okay. You're, there's another way to show what you want. There's another way to like express how you like someone and how you talk to someone and be respectful. Like for me, I, I feel like you would get further that way. Like if you had somebody coming up to you like, oh, you know, I think you're really cute. Like, I think you want to get to know you like, versus there's... Oh, let's go to the back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> on, I, I, I would thousand agree with you, um, with you on that one. And it's funny you mentioned that because uh, when I was listening to you guys last episode and uh, Steph brought up like the, the clips of different text messages that you guys received <laughs> from men. And I'm looking at like, oh my God, this is what these dudes be saying? Wow, they are wild. Especially that last one. I'm like, wow, that's uh, out of pocket. Yeah. You know? yeah. And in my head, I'm like, who raised you? Right. Like, who raised you? Because I come from a household where mannerism is everything. Uh, I, sorry, excuse me. I treat everybody with respect, but it's more in the case, like, I want to treat everybody the same way I want to be treated. So yeah. if I give respect, I'm expected to get it, in a sense. So that being said, if I'm going to reach out and I'm, I find a, a lady very attractive, I'm going to approach her in a respectful way. I'm not going to, and I'm gonna do what I can to like make her as comfortable as possible because once I was like I was saying in this day and age right especially guys nowadays we could be very very aggressive and then and it's not like we have an ID card like oh hey he's a nice one no. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly I, and and rightfully so ladies gonna see all all majority of men as the same because unfortunately that's the stigma um once again but it is what it is um, but at the same time, I feel like me being respectful when I do that initial approach kind of separates me from the rest, just right off the bat. Right. So, I mean, that is, that's so here's the point I wanted to touch on about like the, about the text messages and stuff you saw last time. Um, my point is this: men are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. So, out of let's say 10 women if that worked at least four to five times he's going to keep using that same method over and over again oh man that's yeah. accurate that is very accurate but y'all just copy Out and paste ten... what y'all telling me exactly <laughs> if if it worked if it worked the first four times and even if it failed six that's still a 40 percent turnaround <laughs> <laughs> that's a Forty percent chance of it working. So why would I switch? Yeah, he, he hasn't made. He does make a very good point. There. So that, that's why Mr. Sunglasses just said, "I love your sunglasses. They look great, but she ain't wearing no sunglasses at all because I worked for the other full broads. <laughs> they probably didn't have sunglasses on either, but they were like, oh, that's cute.'" <laughs> Yeah, but, but Mr. Sunglass is just a Nimrod. He should have proofread it. It's like, like oh, yo, he should have done his research. Like, oh, Change the word. Just said something. Hey, 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 exactly. I mean, I, I found it because I, I, I was guilty of the copy and paste life. But oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't remember if it was Riss or Steph that said it. When uh, when you lady said, if you're doing the copy and paste life, you got to separate for yourself from the dating app for a while. <laughs> I, when I found myself doing it, I was like, you know what? I gotta get off. I gotta. I need a mental break. Cause if I'm doing, if I'm sending the same message to each and every female that I match with, I'm not doing myself any favors. I'm just gonna. I'm just coming off as every other typical basic guy, and which is what I don't want to be. 
Yes, thanks. So you do dating apps. Do you prefer dating apps versus meeting somebody outside? I'm gonna be real, I kinda do. And and I feel like it's cause the way, where I'm at in life. Um, now, yeah, beauty is cool. It's what initially grabs my attention. But now I'm more into conversation, personality, vibes, connection. And I feel like I can't really get that just meeting someone right off the bat at a, at a bar, especially in the nightlife where I'm at right now where I'm DJing. And so I feel like with dating apps, if I get a sparkle, like have a conversation, just be besides the look, just actually have a conversation. And it can be about anything. I don't care what it is. Just the simple fact that we can have a conversation and vibe, that just at least tells me, oh, this is someone I can see myself, you know, being at the bar, a low key bar and just having a casual conversation about literally any, anything. As opposed to, you know, being in the nightlife, you're in the bar, you're like, hey, look, what brings you here? Oh, cool. All right. Next, is <laughs> the same runaround. Here before, <laughs> yeah, those 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 corny, those corny, those dumb conversations that people have at the bar. I don't honestly envy anybody that can do it nowadays because I just don't see myself. And but I'm just a used people watcher, so what I see from behind the booth is just makes me laugh. But back in the day, you did that. Yeah, back in I mean, yeah, because back in the day, we didn't really have social media. Just yeah. you know glamorizing how negative it is to be a thirst bucket nowadays, I would say. Because I feel like back then, um, yeah, it's what uh, Mr. Bush was saying. That it was all about the chase. Like, oh, I like that girl at the bar. She looks good. Okay, let me approach her. I mean, and I'm pretty sure back then it was more respectful as opposed to now, which is like, yo, what that mouth do? I mean, <laughs> correct, me if, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like, I feel like I mean, these kids nowadays are straightforward. They don't care. <laughs> They don't, I yeah, yeah. That question a few times, actually. You don't even get they're a whole straightforward. They're just disrespectful. Exactly. Yeah, it's how you doing? It's like, what's this? Do you want to go in the back? Or sending dick pics right away. It's like, what are you doing? Exactly. And it's like, like I was saying, who Once again, here's my point. If it worked at least three to four times before, <laughs> it's going to be repeated. That's just the way it is. As long yeah. as there is some margin of a success rate, it's going to be repeated. So girls fall for some of this stuff. They do. They really do. I had someone subscribe yeah. to my Instagram DM the other day and was like, hey, do you want to watch? And I was like, watch what? And then I was like, oh my God, I'm a <laughs> <laughs> And then she said, yes, I do. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> To be out minding your business, good grocery stores, and you get a DM from somebody like, oh, what is, oh, okay, all right, here's right. Going, here's me, I'm over here about to pay for these groceries. You at the post office, so, <laughs> I mean, clearly I can't even drop off mail for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even at the box, I've been working from home for like the past almost two years, so I don't like going outside anymore anyways. <laughs> I wish I had no comment on that one. Like I I blocked it. I I, I thought a soft delete would have gave the the what's the word I'm looking for? The message to leave me alone. Oh. Let me let me have my peace. Let me over here by my- He was in Gemini, sir. 
<laughs> wasn't happening. <laughs> Yeah, the bad apples in both, in both. Just yeah, you have those females that just they they take it like, oh, he's so straightforward, okay. And then you're just gonna have those guys that just because of those females, they're just gonna keep doing it. Like DC was saying, we're creatures of habit. If it works, we're gonna we're gonna run that bad boy until the wheels fall off. Y'all better come at me with some new news <laughs> because I'm telling you right now, all that ain't working. See, that's what I'm saying. It takes ladies like y'all to instill that knowledge into these young girls because they think it's all right and they they perfectly think it's fine. The it's amount like, of times I see fe- these young females out there, I'm like, you deserve so much better. What are you, what are you yeah. selling for? Right. Hey, who am I? I'm just an old fart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not, I don't know nothing. <laughs> you first nothing old. Oh no, down here that thing got mad old. Apparently, 32 is super old. <laughs> right. 32 is old in Texas? Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I maybe it's the, the, guy the, the bigger the age ain't better either. <laughs> hey. I just be telling them, man, listen, man, I ain't older. I'm, be, I'm just... You're in your prime. You're seasoned. Like, <laughs> I'm seasoned. <laughs> Age one. Seasoned like some jerk chicken. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Well, if you're old, how are you going to find a girl down there, nigga? It's actually funny you mentioned that because I was having this conversation with my mom and I was like, you know what? I can literally see myself being single for the rest of my life and that probably does sound depressing. However, however, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. I feel like the generation of the whole, you know, college, get married, have kids, et cetera, et cetera. That's kind of going out the door a little bit, out, out the way a little yep. bit. It's not, you got this new generation where it's more like, oh, be independent if you want to, or be happy with yourself before, you know, trying to make someone else happy. Because at the end of the day, you're truly not going to make someone else happy unless you're happy with yourself. That's just, it's just the rule of thumb. And that's something I learned the hard way. But I feel like that's something, I'm sorry? Yes, I know. Mm. Oh, yes, yeah. No, you've been there with me before. Yes, I and then, then I've, and then I feel like that's where this new generation is more coming into. Like, independency is a big thing. Like, we don't. Um, I feel like being single now is normal. That's like our age group is kind of like, it is what it is. I can take care of myself, go out here and there, you know, do things on my own. I kind of feel like that's where the it has shifted. It's not like, all right, by 35, you have to have a kid and be married and, and do this and all this. It's not It's not a thing anymore like our parents generation for sure but right. I still you know you know with me being a cancer I'm a lover and I feel like everybody deserves love and cuddles like we all need some cuddles and like for Juju like I absolutely adore him and love him and he's this all funny crazy guy that everyone thinks he is but he's a softie he, he don't want me telling the world that right now but he is and he oh, has a lot of love to give <laughs> I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk. What the big deal? He's he's the class clown, but no, he got a lot of love to give, and I was really disappointed with homegirl. I I was gonna come for her, but Gigi talked me out of it. So I said that. As always, I appreciate it. But I mean, how I see it, it, it's all a lesson. 
and like I was saying, it taught me to really appreciate, you know, the love that I have for myself and knowing what I truly deserve. And actually, that was probably the best decision I ever made in my life. I'm not going to lie to you. Because now I feel like I'm in a way better off place. I'm in a better place mentally, physically, spiritually. And it's, yeah, I, I mean, maybe I find love down the road. Who knows? But I, uh, one thing my brother, he he told me something, something along the lines, like, if you find yourself chasing love, you're not truly going to find it. If you find yourself chasing your purpose, love is going to come for you right out of nowhere. I was like, you know what? I feel that. I resonate with that. Because I feel like back then I was kind of chasing the idea of love because it's like I was saying, I was, I was stuck in the idea of, oh, I got to get married. Oh, I got to have kids now. Oh, I got to buy a house, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm over here trying to compete with everybody that I see, I, what I see everybody else is doing. And once I realized like this life, not a competition, and you just gotta, you just gotta run through. You're at your own pace. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a, but I'm, I'm just at a much better place. You've definitely come back into yourself. Like I tell everybody, if you cannot be yourself in a relationship, but you find yourself bending in the other person, and it's not, it's not the right place for you to be in at all. Mm-hmm. So but with that being, be yourself. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, <laughs> again. Just makes this dating, especially dating now, suck so much more because now I feel like everybody's in the F boy this, F girl that generation where nobody really appreciates relationships and connections anymore. It's about like who has the higher body count or or who does does this, who does that. Yeah, I know it's, that's nasty, right? Who's competing for body counts? Gross. But hey. but I mean. I mean, I, I definitely have a new appreciation. I, I was out of the dating scene for quite some time, and then I took over Marissa's uh, dating profiles, and I, I don't want that life. I don't, I don't want it. I repeat, it's, um, it's too much. It's annoying. It's aggravating. Uh, Stephanie, you know how excited she was when I told her she could do this I project? was so excited. <laughs> oh, my God, I have so much fun. No. I'm like, do not come for my friend like that. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I found myself ready to cuss people out. And I'm like, yo, just don't even respond. It's not worth the energy. But the, the petty Nelly wants to really respond and set these people in place. But it's not, I can't raise a man. Let's, let's keep it real. Mm-hmm. I cannot raise a man. So I'm not even going to try. He can go on. He can try back down the road. Maybe she'll fall for it. <laughs> Good luck to him. I don't know. No. Um, and that, it was like what y'all was saying in the last episode, like men can, <laughs> men can't take rejection really well. Um, and, and I thought it was funny, like, yeah, you really do got to sugarcoat rejection nowadays to some of these guys, cause you reject the wrong guy and you don't know what he's truly capable of. Eh, you never know what the, and how that story's going to end, which is kind of horrible to say in this dating world. Cause you don't really. That's not what you're expecting when it comes to dating. You're thinking, oh, okay, I'm over here trying to look for a, a nice, simple guy that I can actually mesh with. And lo and behold, you're here talking to an undercover serial killer. You don't know. Really? And it happens a lot. Uh-huh. Which is why I thought it was funny when Donnie said, I will CSI your life. <laughs> I surely do. I surely do. I, I did it to DC. <laughs> 
fun fact, um, back in the day, we actually met online and dated when we were in the early 20s. That's how I know him. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I his whole life. Mm-hmm. Was well, that first interaction? That's funny. <laughs> I can only imagine like, oh, okay. Yeah, I know this and this and this and that about you. I was like, how the hell you know that? Huh? Okay. <laughs> I think I might have creeped him out a little bit. I don't remember. I think he was okay with it. Right, Kiki? You're lagging. But yeah, but I mean, I honestly get it. You got to do that nowadays because you never know with people. You have to. I mean, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I want to. I, well, I guess I just did admit it, but <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, not admit it, but I did. Yeah, I'm guilty of that. Yeah, Listen, yeah. if I'm going to go out with a, on a date with a girl, I'm going to find out everything about her. I ain't trying to get played. All right, girl, what you got? Huh? Let's check your Instagram. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh-huh. Let's see. Let's That's this. why he got that notebook, though, for real. All the pros and cons. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the pages over, Juju. Let us see. Let us see. <laughs> I got known. I got known associates. <laughs> I'll be doing my background checks. I want to know. I I I much prefer chatting with females that I at least know them through somebody, because that that way I can at least ask someone else. You know, like a reference. Yeah, I do dating like a job interview. I need references. Yeah, references are good. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that could be a little sticky because she might have smashed the homies or something. This, yeah, well, that's also true. <laughs> it's tough dating, though. It's tough now. All those it, things come into play. Exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of variables. I mean, it's going to be one or the other, no matter what. Like, yeah, you're going to find some guy's attractive, but he's going to have a messy past. Or yep. it, it's it, it's going to be, it's always going to be something. So no matter what, or whoever you date, you got to take the good with the bad. It just depends on how much you like them. Mm-hmm. And, and you got to figure out what bad you're willing to, like, deal with in your life and what, mm-hmm. you know, and if that's not, the bad is not going to work, then don't even try it. Exactly. Like, don't even bother. Like, don't even waste mm-hmm. the time. Just, hey, truly. I'm such a stickler for karma. I truly believe we will all get what we truly deserve if, you know, patience is a virtue, you know, just continue doing our thing and then eventually it'll fall on a lapse. I agree with that. And also, you know, going back to your point, you can't really um, look at other people's situations and compare and be like, oh, you know, everyone in my age bracket is married and they have kids and look at how happy they are. Social media is all alive. You probably avoided your first divorce. Yeah, that's true. That's very good. A lot of stuff on social media, like she said, to show something, but what's going on behind the scenes. You know, they put all these cute pictures and all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. What is really happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thousand percent. And I was, that's, yeah, you guys, you ladies pretty much said the whole thing. I, I, that's when, as soon as I realized that, I'm like, you know what? I'm not really just going to peep what, other, what I see what other people doing. Like, eventually I'll get that house. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get it just because, just to say that, oh, boys got it. No, I feel like I got to get it. I got to get one. I'm like, nah. And eventually they will all come. And then get his laptop um, messed up, by the way. So, okay. does that sound back on? Um, yeah, probably. He messes me. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely I feel like I guess guys deal with a lot of things that women. <laughs> we we do, but just probably not to the magnitude that y'all ladies do, because I feel like y'all ladies 
really deal with a lot more, a lot more of it aggressively than we do. Yeah, we do to a certain like. It's like yours is like y'all is like up here and we're like right here maybe. Sometimes like I was saying, you react and internalize it different. I was gonna say, and there's different pro it's different problems. You know, we have a little different problems in the dating world than the guys do, and they have different problems than than we do. Exactly. I will say, like a majority of the problems, like you know, guys, we have to you know fix ourselves for the most part. Like we have mm -hmm. to you know, re redefine the the mentality of guys nowadays. I would say. I mean, I, I mean, it's really the root of it all. Like, if it wasn't for ain't crap men, there would be no such thing as ain't crap women, in my opinion. And I feel like if men was just you know up and up from the get go, then it'd be. Then, I've, I've had this circle, um, this diagram that I made that says, um, crap men meets nice girl, nice girl gets hurt by ain't crap guy, which turns her to an ain't crap girl, ain't crap girl meets nice guy, which turns him into an ain't crap guy, and it is just a revolving circle that doesn't stop. And we need to break the wheel somehow, some way. I think that turns into being single and healing yourself before you get into another relationship. What? Knowing what has damaged you before, knowing that you can't bring those issues into the next person and being honest with that person as well because they're going to have to move a certain way and help you through some of the things as well. Thanks. There's also that sense that, you know, some people just need to yearn for somebody. And I, I get it, but it's hard to talk to them to be like you know heal with yourself like no they'll be they'll just say okay i'll heal and then three months later they'll be dating somebody else i'm like three months you gotta give yourself time baby so time yeah i definitely feel like i've been one of those people yeah i feel like, yeah. I feel like we all have i'm, I'm i was yeah. guilty of it as well too like for my last one i went to another one and then that's when i truly realized like i i am not ready to be in a relationship right now because i wasn't truly healed with myself and I feel like, into for me personally, for me to truly heal was for me to leave my environment and go to somewhere different, which is one of the one of the reasons why I came out of Texas. You know, new chapter, new life in a sense. You know, brand start. Mm -hmm. I'm just like you know, I'm I'm better off. I start that to you. I hope it works out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like your circumstances are different in mine, though. <laughs> <laughs> carrying that baggage if you're just gonna you know well i mean carrying that baggage for your new chapter if you're just gonna you know keep opening it because it's yeah. not gonna do you any favors it's not gonna do your future partners any favors either agree and i feel like we can't even take that baggage and just throw it in in the closet you really gotta unpack it clear out the luggage and then put that bitch in the closet mm -hmm. exactly. clear it out and that's a lot of work that's mm -hmm. not about it, it, exactly <laughs> 
I was gonna say. Pretty sure you ladies can have a whole other episode about unpacking baggage because <laughs> add that to the list. <laughs> Clearly, um, I felt like women had like the people who were being more progressive, but that's not the case. Mr. Bush is back. Thanks for you coming in. What did you do with the wine? Okay, you. No, I like it. I'm ready. You have to refill, refill. I know I might have to. I'm ready to spill all the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Secret to success of men. Let me tell y'all. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right? One more glass. One more glass. About the handbook. Like, all right, let's go. All right. Let's go. The handbook. Get the handbook. The secrets. I don't have a notebook. I just have a pen. I start giving a disclaimer. Yeah, sorry, male species, but we've been messing up for way too long. So, uh... way too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Welcome back, sir. Can we hear you? Okay. Are you back, Mike? Test one, two. Mike, test one, two. Oh no. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, well, we have an interlude. Jeopardy, the Jeopardy Ooh. waiting music. <laughs> if there's a dance hall version of it. Sunny Beat Tingdom. Over here vibing. Sorry, it's the, it's the music in me. I can't help it. <laughs> you sit silent too long. You can't deal, right? <laughs> Why go on YouTube when I could just make it myself? Mm-hmm. That's why you're my favorite DJ. Oh, shut Stop it. <laughs> you are facts. Mr. Bush. Oh, my dog is Uh-oh, he's having real problems. He's having real problems. <laughs> Can I ask y'all ladies a question, though, about us men? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. yeah. We ready. Hold up, hold up. It's a, it's a, I would like to hear an answer from, me, from each one of y'all, because I'm just hold curious on, to see. What, what is it about us men that irritates y'all the most? Open. Can I go first? <laughs> you should go last. <laughs> you have a book. <laughs> um, Pharrell, the, the thing that irritates me the most is inconsistency and dishonesty. Yeah. I feel like um, a lot of men are not completely honest because they are afraid of how something is going to go. Um, for example, um, I was told before that, oh, oh, well, I lied to you and didn't tell you because I was afraid of losing you. So what did you think was going to happen when I eventually found out? Like, let's, let's be real. Um, and then just inconsistency. Like, you guys come in for the chase, you get the kill, and then you fall off. Like, it's not, once you get me, you got to keep working to keep me. You got to keep me happy. You got to keep doing the things that I love, the cuddles, the affection. Like, I'm not talking about taking me out all the time or this extravagant stuff. I don't like that. I prefer, like, throw a blanket on the living room floor with some candles and let's just sit and chill. Like, we don't even have to do anything. You don't have to spend money. But, like, just constantly showing me that 
I am appreciated and I am wanted. I don't like inconsistency at all. No, it's not your turn. This and is I, for the ladies. Put your hand down. And I, and I, uh, I just, uh, what? You're cutting in and out, Mr. Bush. You can't respond if you're cutting in and out. Otherwise, you're null and void. Wow. <laughs> he does. I love him. <laughs> That's my best friend. My best friend. He's put up with me for way too long. Mm-hmm. He's he's strong. You wanna go next? Well he's working on that one stuff. When what what's your uh what irritates you mostly about us men? I mean I have very I've been out of the dating game for a very long time. Um, for me, it mostly it would just be like for saying, like once I say no, like just back off. Like that's, that's, that's it. Like, I don't have much interaction with men as far as, uh, <laughs> as far as dating yeah. and stuff goes. So I don't really have anything specifically just from people approaching. You're not a people person. You don't like people coming up to you in your space. And when you tell them no, you expect for them to get away. So it's personal space and boundaries is what bothers you about men. I just totally psychology Thanks, you right there. You did great. You did great. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Riz? What, what irritates you about men? Inconsistencies is one, like Donnell said, but my other one is not really is not listening. For me, in the dating world, I try to make it very clear. I don't have a lot of time, so when I try to get to know somebody, it's like, all right, I'm taking time that. I could be doing something else to really try to get to know you. So I kind of lay it out there. Like I'm looking to get to know somebody and see where it goes. I'm very clear. I'm not looking for a random hookup. I'm not doing this at this point in my life. I'm just kind of looking to get to know someone, see where it goes. But that happens for like a couple of days. You're talking to someone and then immediately they're like, all right, like you said, what that mouth do? Or when am I coming over? Or when are you doing this? And I'm like, I told you <laughs> I'm not really looking for that right now. I want to get to know someone first and see where it goes. So I don't know why guys can't just, why you just don't listen, especially if you put it out there. If I don't say it, then do your thing. <laughs> approach how you want to approach, and I'll tell you no or I'll tell you yes. But if I'm kind of making it clear that's not really what I'm looking for, why even continue to bother? Yeah, Juju, why? Why do they bother? <laughs> to put it frankly, we're hard-headed. <laughs> yeah. We are hard-headed. Um... <laughs> Nah, it's, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, kid, I mean, personally, I I know, I know no means no, so I'm never going to pursue if anybody tells me to back up. I'm like, all right, chief, you got that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go screw myself over there. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate that feeling of being a creeper. And plus, I don't like invading yeah. people's spaces because vice versa, I don't want nobody invading my space. So I get it. I, I feel like I'm step on uh, 100%. Like, that's me personally. I don't understand a guy that would want to do that but then again i don't understand most guys nowadays so i don't know um, Me either. <laughs> the once again i will say it comes oh, there we go. to the <laughs> it's gonna come back to the chase because then it feels it's like a game it's like you said no but do you mean no or is it just a, a Maybe now and get what I wanted. Mm. He's right. There are some men that has that mentality. Like, uh, I don't know. If she really means no. Let me uh, stick a little bit further. He's just saying that so she doesn't seem like a slut. And then let me just shoot yep. my shot once I get in and see what happens. Okay. I mean, 
I would say majority of females nowadays are like that. So well, I don't even know because I feel like we in the we're in a time in our lives where people just are pretty straightforward. I mean, I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like people just put everything on the table. Be like, all right, if she really truly wanted that, she would say that. Because I know. Nowadays, there's no shame in much of anything anymore. No like what you like. If you got a foot fetish, go ahead, boy, go suck them toes. I knew you was gonna say something, Donnie. I knew you was gonna say something. <laughs> I knew you was gonna say something. <laughs> I don't have a foot fetish, by the way. I actually hate feet. But you know, uh, Donnie and Tasha. So Y'all know Tasha's crazy, right? So obviously me, Juju, and Tasha worked together. And there was one day we were on lunch. And he was taking forever to, like, get in the car. And me and Tasha were like, yo, we got to go. We got to go. So Tasha reached up with her foot. She was in the back seat to honk his horn barefoot. And he was getting in the car as she did it. And it was just feet in his face. And he freaked out, jumped out of the car, and refused to get back in. That's gross. Don't put your feet. I was trying to help her get the foot up further so she could actually beep the horn, which she did. I'm pretty sure he wiped it down after. I would have. <laughs> Look at his face. The star wipes on deck. I just to be an ass, like at lunch, I would put my leg up on him and be like, hey, Juju. And he's just like, oh, Donnie. If you got cute feet, I don't want it on me. Calm down. It's really not that bad for both of you. Typical bright behavior from. Donnie feels attacked. Right. Just because you mm -hmm. like. I love feet. You know. I love my feet touched. I will put my toes all up on you. Wiggle, wiggle. I'm wiggling them right now to show you guys what I would do under the desk. I'm so <laughs> glad I'm in Texas. <laughs> oh, God bless. I'm just saying. There's nothing wrong with feet. But this is not a fetish talk. This is about this. You'll be coming on another episode of fetishes. But, <laughs> yeah, what I was saying, like, I feel like we're in a day and age, like, if you're into something, you have no problem saying that you're into it. So I'm pretty sure right. if, a theme, if a lady was like, hey, I think you're attractive. Let's do X, Y, and Z. All right. What is the guy going to say? He's going to say, yeah. Right. So what DC saying, it goes back to just being a creature of habit then. And that's what you have to keep in mind. Like, you guys are literally just going through the motion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're hard-headed. I mean, just the simple fact that it, it works for some guys, gonna keep doing it. Just, just gonna keep doing it. Mm -hmm. that, so, that, that why boss so this is really like that—that that works on girls. Like, he saying he want to look at my thigh tattoo from in between my thighs. Like, that works on a girl. Well, he said if it had to have worked on at least four or five people. Oh, he still no. worked on someone. These Floridians is different. No offense to Florida folk, but ooh, honey, these men are different. They are different from the men I am used to up north. 
the Midwest. They're different. You guys have a little bit more respect and values. Not all Boston men. Let me be honest about it, but um, it's definitely the approach is a lot different down here. It's just like, (laughs) I don't think I don't think it's just down there though. Like you said, that's the approach kind of (laughs) now. You probably get up here. I feel like Florida always been that way. It's just super straightforward, no matter what. I mean, I kind of blame Trick Daddy. Uncle Luke. As soon as Doodle Brown came out by Uncle Luke, it just changed the game for Florida. <laughs> Doodle Brown! Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I mean... Then Trick okay. Daddy out here saying he got his boo cheeks ate. There ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, there ain't nothing wrong with it. Uh, hold on the topic. I mean, being honest, right? That's, that's going to go on to the fetish discussion. Sorry, guys. Can't wait to listen <laughs> to that episode because I'm actually curious to see what people think. <laughs> we might have to You know what Nelly thinks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we know where her takes on it. All about eating the groceries. <laughs> oh, Gigi, you just gonna have to tune in. <laughs> My poor sister, she's gonna be like, I can't do this episode. <laughs> she, I can't. She's she gonna really cover her face. <laughs> it's just gonna happen, but that's fine. All right, so I think we've clarified that uh, men and women deal with things pretty much the same stuff, maybe not on the same scale, but um, the way that men interpret things and handle situations are different from women. Um, but I also feel like the the issue with that is women are dying because of rejecting men and turning them down. And I don't think you hear as many stories of men going missing uh, for turning down a woman. So I think that's why uh, the approach is probably a little bit different. And you guys don't take it as serious or as threatening um, as a woman would, maybe. True, because the punishment, the punishment that y'all deal with is a lot, it's like you said, it's a lot greater than what we deal with. And I think that's why it's so, uh, such a main focus now um, of what ladies nowadays are dealing with when it comes to, you know, those aggressive men. And kind of one of my other talking points is this, I, kind of like underlined this like three times like stop telling women what to do i think it was Nelly that said that and i was like i thousand percent agree like i don't understand why us as men feel like it's in our position to tell you what that what is it to do i don't mm-hmm. i don't i never understood that um i never came from that i'll be damned if someone if someone was to tell my mother what to do so and you were raised by a really strong amazing woman like your mother's amazing so i'm not surprised that you you have that stance on it. And I feel like it really depends on how a lot of these men were raised um, and the values that were instilled in them. Um, but I really do stand by the point of, it's not about teaching women, don't dress like that, don't talk like that. You know, be respectful, turn them down nicely. Um, well, maybe if you weren't wearing that, or maybe if you weren't doing this and whatnot, then they wouldn't get that impression and they wouldn't come for you instead of teaching men that we're not objects and to take rejection. Just take it. 100%. And then I, that's why I, I like this whole. Mm-hmm. 
you have to get society page and that argument is constantly in the it's being thrown away mm-hmm. you know because what's the, what was that boy a few years ago who raped behind a dumpster and only got a slap on the wrist because it would hurt his future yeah. like but he was white yep are you sending out a daughter your granddaughter your mom you know but that, yeah. that's a, a whole other topic too, DC, because if that was a black man, he wouldn't have gotten a slap on the wrist. He would have been locked up for life. But, oh. like, he's been locked up for life for less. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. And then that whole notion uh, uh, of uh, boys uh, only applies to white boys. It's that old boys will be women. You know, Mike's cutting in out again. Mm-hmm. That's because my mom would slap me white if I did otherwise. <laughs> I, I felt, I, I felt that statement. <laughs> yep. that came through loud and clear. Your mic was cutting out on some other stuff. That one, your mama was it there with you in spirit at that moment. She said, "You about to tell the world I slapped the white." <laughs> DC is right. I mean, I feel like a lot of these men that's like, you know, feels entitled to tell what women to do, it just has not, have not had their ass beat when they were kids by their mom. Yeah. My opinion. Like, I always remember days, like any days I decided to come out the lips on my mother, my, my female cousins, or anybody. If I was, if I was disrespectful for with anybody, actually, it wasn't even only my mother, it was my mom, my aunt, my grandmother. I would, <laughs> Don't talk to them like that. Damn yes, ma'am. You got it. Being in middle school, I do. I would. I accidentally call a girl the B word. Tow. Right in front of my teacher. All right. I'm never gonna say that again. See, that's why I'm a stickler. I, I don't like using the, the B word to refer to women because that's just not my thing. Unless, don't get me wrong. There's some ladies that, that yeah, act like them, but like they they do. But I try my best not to say it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather not call a lady outside her name. I just, it's, a, it's a respect thing for me. However, um, you're gonna find uh, your wife after this episode, Juju. That's true. Call me. Put your number on the Call me. My IG is. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. It's true. It's yeah. It's, it's just, and I'm always, a, I'm a stickler. Like, ladies, I'll tell you this. If you truly want to find a great man, pay attention to his relationship with his mother. I'll give, I'll, I'll, let me give you that tidbit. Relationship with his mother will tell you a lot about that guy. Little, little fun fact. If, he, if, if you come across a mama's boy, well, maybe not a mama's boy, mama's boy, but like the, because <laughs> I know there's some mama's boy that depends on their mama for everything. <laughs> if you come across what I like to call myself an independent mama's boy, um, yeah. Yeah, I, you should know that you can always expect that guy to have it, you know the utmost respect for females because of the way he he respects the crap out of his mom. So. Yeah, I think it boils down to people jump into relationships way too quick, and we need to really take a step back and see these people in their natural environment, around their friends, around their family, around complete strangers in situations that they normally might not be in, and see how they react to it. Because you mm-hmm. never know. Everyone could put on the front 
and play the game. But then as soon as you're behind closed doors, they could be a whole different person. Undercover serial killer, like Juju said. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so nowadays it's so easy to fake a fake a persona. I think Nelly, you were saying it in the last episode. It's so easy to fake fake a persona. You can mm-hmm. come up as anybody because of social media. You I'm a robot. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're Marissa right now on the dating apps. It's easy, easy, easy as one, two, three. Right. It's like you said, you really got to catch somebody in the in the national environment. You got to see how they are with their friends, with their family, whoever, with their coworkers, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Because that's how you that's truly- why I don't like dating apps. I really like, I'm just an old soul. I like to have that, I have to feel the vibe. And maybe, maybe it is, okay, you got to weed them out before you can get to that point, especially now with, you know, safety reasons. But I feel like even that isn't enough because you, mm-hmm. you meet people that maybe you talk to for months and then they're still crazy. Yeah. yeah so sure. you never really know. You can spend a lot of time with someone and still not really know. <laughs> Oh, I know. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I mean, you like six, six months is usually when somebody's represented away. You out of the cup. You out of the. You out of the. I like you. You're gonna see the best part of me. You out of the interview phase of. Six months in. Yeah. That honeymoon phase. Because that's. I mean that's. What essentially what of the beginning of dating is is your honeymoon, your interview phase. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna come in with my nice tie, my suit coat. I'm gonna speak all proper, and then around four or five months, you get to see just a little bit, kind of peek out a little bit. You'll see. Yeah, I feel like we have we. I don't want to say ignore all of the flags but maybe we make excuses for some of those mm-hmm. flags like, oh we've been with this person for six months it was so great and all the good times and you want to remember all of that um i know i stayed in relationships far too long because of that and yeah. it don't play out it does it's because of that lust that lust is strong like i love hard i love with everything that lust i'm all lust. in <laughs> Damn! That makes you a great soul, but at the same time, it comes with vulnerabilities. It makes me a broken soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> great soul! You just gotta be protective of such great soul, Donnie. I know. We've had that conversation, Juju. Okay, yeah. I know. all of them. Thanks. Glad you joined us today. <laughs> but yeah um so i mean obviously um it doesn't matter where you're dating doesn't matter if you're dating apps dating online meeting in person you basically run into all all the same situations so it really comes down to what you're comfortable with um, what fits your schedule and what makes you comfortable do you prefer meeting people online versus in person um and how it goes. I mean, I want everyone to find love, but I think self-love is probably the best thing for most everybody right now. So yeah. 100%. Was there any other topics that you guys wanted to touch on or something you heard last week that just pissed you off about what us women were saying? Uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. I came for a couple of necks, so that's something else. Oh, of course, these are talking to me. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Gonna, I want to go. I think, and it's gonna come off bad, but I'm gonna say. Allowed to be a consequence because if we are fully honest, we are not going to get. We are not allowed in that space to be fully honest. We are honest to a point. I'm not sure um, if you were saying something else after that. Honest to a point part because you might broke up again, but um, yeah, no. I feel like yeah. you're trying to say, like, although a lot of ladies want us to be honest, some of us can't take 100% true honesty from us. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask for it, and when we do it, hate us for it. It's like, well, okay, you're, we're giving we're giving you what you asked for, it, but and yet up. we're still we're still giving <laughs> still getting reaping the, the the consequences from getting our behinds chewed out for being for doing right. exactly what you asked. I 1,000% agree with him on that one because that is very, very, very agitating. I I can say, you know, species that I agree with you, and um, I've I've done it. I think it's a, a, a this is what I want, but then I get uncomfortable because then I feel attacked. Depending on the approach of how the honesty comes out, so um, depending on the female, it really depends on the approach of how you guys take it and you know a lot of people are just 100% brutal honest I say what I say and zero fucks given um and feelings get hurt and I know I'm an emotional sensitive person so my feelings get hurt a lot <laughs> you have to be very careful with how you say things to me and DC knows that because he's known me for a very long time the approach that he takes with me as his best friend is completely different with how he would take it with anybody else because you got to be careful with how you say things, because I take it very personal. I, I hear you. I mean, I try to be mindful, and I don't want to be come off as a like a jerk or a dick. You want to be honest. That's what okay. they're asking you to do. And then when you are, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to be honest with blah blah blah, but you know X Y and Z, and yet I still get reamed and chewed out. I'm like, I can't win here. I can't. And then I feel like that's why a lot of men just you know like you know what what is the point of being honest? I'm just gonna lie. So, you do the BS, you do what you want to hear type thing. Exactly. A lot of times you are damned if you do, you damned if you don't type of situation. But I think the best yeah. approach is to say it early because your 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 later lies later come back really bad. <laughs> but I get why some men don't want to do it right then because it's like I don't want to deal with the argument, the fight, or the problems now. Just deal with them later. Exactly. <laughs> And if it doesn't, then cool. No one ever knows. I don't have to get yelled at or whatever. <laughs> yeah, precisely. It's like a little situation where, yeah, if it doesn't work out, then it is what it is. But if it actually ends up does working out and then you're caught in that line that you said in the first eight to six months of dating, it's like, oh, shit, okay. Yeah. How am I going to get Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. You have, I mean, you have to create that safe space to be honest. And for a lot of men that just it's not there it's there's no safe space because either you 
against you or you there's just no I feel like there's no safe space for it it's just just as a man you're not allowed to to be that honest and so you put yourself Definitely, I'm, I definitely agree with what you say, and I think you're hitting the point of um, even more of a society issue uh, when it comes to men and being vulnerable and honest uh, and open with your feelings because um, women want that from you guys, right? Like when I'm dating someone, I want you guys to be vulnerable. I want you to be emotional. I want you, if there's something that's bothering you and upset, I, cry in front of me. We'll cry together. Um, and women say they want that, but then there are those women who turn around and they're like, oh, you're being a little bit. Oh, you're, you're being you're being weak. Oh, man up. Don't cry. And that's the, the wrong message. And, you know, unfortunately, that's how a lot of these young boys are being raised as well. Um, and it's not okay. I don't I don't like that. I, I always tell all of my friends and I mean, you guys can attest to that, like, be crying or being emotional and showing that sensitive side does not make you any less of a person. For me, it makes you a king. That levels you up. I don't care what anybody says because if you're able to be in that space, I see you, I hear you, and I value you even more than before. Me, if I'm not allowed that honesty, I... I don't know what you were saying. You might cut out again. Need you to get your mic fixed. Get that mic fixed, yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna need you to work this out. Cause you got you you got, you got things right. to say. <laughs> need you to work it okay. out. So, other thing. Here, here's my other hot take. <laughs> Let me go ahead and throw another one out here. With the friend zone <laughs> because they're who use men dates just so they can and pass that burger and fries see where you going and that's another thing that I think is bad in the dating world is being used for a ride or being free mail Mm-hmm. You, he's just my friend. Come on now. Yep. You these wheels are spinning. <laughs> the thing, so hard. Now you got a different between somebody who has a legit interest versus Someone because she wants some free burger and fries. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm torn on that one because as much as I, I mean I mean I'm not as much as I would like to I can't solely put that on the female on the lady because I feel like that's more on the guy that's being taken advantage of in my head I'm like yo homie if you you see yourself I mean and you know that she sees you in that light as a friend and you keep on doing friend things for her you're giving her the green light to let her take advantage of you so that's not her fault. It's more you. That's what I mean, in my opinion. Because I see, actually, one of, one of my DJ friends down here, great dude, great humble soul, cool dude. And he has a crush on this girl. And 
he, he pretty much spilled out his love for her. And yet, she keeps him in the friend zone. And I keep telling him, like, why do you continue to do things for her even though you don't see it going anywhere past that? He doesn't. He didn't. He never really gave me a solid answer for that. And in my head, I'm like, so you're letting that happen? It's not. And she's just obviously she's gonna you know gaslight it because you're letting it happen. What what's what's there to stop her from not doing it? I mean, it could be a morality type of thing because I guess it's, it's a moral code for me. I mean, I feel like if a I mean, like I said, I'm not gonna fault it. It's just, it's kind of like the same lines like you know with gold diggers nowadays. Like that's not their fault. If they could get if they could get uh old sugar daddy to give them things for ex and they don't gotta do nothing, go ahead, boo boo, do your thing. Take advantage of old Kurt, sixty year old, sixty six year old man with X amount of dollars. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm not gonna fault you for that because you're hustling. But but it's, I kind of feel like that falls along the, the friend zone. Like yeah. I can't fault a lady for taking advantage of a guy that's letting her take advantage of him. Exactly. Unless he's just mindless and just does not completely know. And then in my head, I'm like, how are you that completely mindless? But I think he's I, more talking about maybe like a first date type situation um, where like these girls are just not really even interested, but they're like, oh, yeah, free meal. Why not? Let's go. Um, oh. And then being like, oh, yeah, you know, he's just a friend and whatever. And not even giving it like a real try. Type situation, which does happen a lot. I, I've I've known a few females that have done it. Yeah, you can't come across that in a dating world, no matter what. Yeah, it, it is like, what it is. I mean, it, it is what it is. You, exactly. You ain't nothing. Exactly. Not every person that you go on a date with is going to meet it be attracted to you. That's just that's just the name of the game. Just some say hey, you're just gonna have to you know you're gonna have to take them else. That's what it is. It's when there's wins and there's losses. Go home and do it again. Find the next one. <laughs> exactly. Just, exactly. Just go home and do it again. <laughs> Hate for rejection. Go I mean, home. You're, gonna get rejected. you're not going to be compatible there, but whether it's not just about looks, too. I mean, you might go to dinner and have a nice, like he was saying in the beginning, <laughs> he's attractive, and then sit there and it'd be a dull conversation. You're like, well, this ain't, this ain't going to work out. <laughs> yeah. And you go home and, you like you said, you find the next person. The next person you might not be that attracted to, but the conversation might go good, and you might be like, "Okay, well, this is worth giving it a try. Let's see what happens." It you never you never know. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. Also, guys, comes into it. You don't uh, see it going anywhere. Keep it a buck and say that it's not. I you know what I'm saying? Like great. don't sit there. You know, push the issue. If you don't yeah. see it going in, I agree. But yeah. you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And that just boils down to honesty, which apparently a lot of people in society are lacking. <laughs> yes. Both I guess um, what this podcast has concluded is dating sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the birds. Date yourself for a while. That's what I say. Date yourself for a while. Said it, uh, Steph is a cat mom without all the cats. That's about to be me. <laughs> <laughs> That's about to be me right there. That's about to be a, a cat. He's going to be with all cats. Wine. With his wine. He's 6 year olds. Wine night by myself. <laughs> Season 25 of whatever show I'm watching. <laughs> Yo, that is me right now with uh, 
BET uh, Tyler Perry sisters. Good show. It is good. It has a lot of key dating situations in it as well. Um, so you guys should definitely watch that. There's like three seasons of it. It just, it's real. It runs down. I, I think I've seen every se- single dating situation that you can imagine thus far in this show. <laughs> A lot of trial and error. You have it some is. wins and losses. I will say you come across that right one. I will say the award is definitely worth it um, because, especially if you're—I mean, I do feel like I have a lot of love to give, and Nelly can contest with that, like she was saying earlier. But um, if you're in that place where you are looking to, you know, be in love and find love, I mean, once you get it, I mean, I, f- I find love being a beautiful thing. It's gonna definitely work out. But the beginning stages of it, though, oh my god! I'm pretty sure we all can agree we must rather skip that part. Exactly, being the happily ever after, where we all just you know skip the first what five years of BS yeah. and just you know be yeah. coasting. <laughs> if, if it's not the right one, it doesn't always get better. Mm. That's true. Okay. That's also true. Yeah. So see it, know when to cut it. Save yourself the headache and the aggravation. And if you feel comfortable in an uncomfortable and unhappy situation, that's a red flag. Get out. Speaking to myself. <laughs> and I think self-love is important. Love yourself and don't be afraid to date yourself and go out with yourself for a while. You don't need to always do uh-huh. it. <laughs> I mean, but listen, so, solo movie dates are a thing. I'm dinner by yourself go to the movies by yourself do your thing i don't know how you guys do that i i i just feel uncomfortable you guys know like i love to have all the time now it's like he said before the beginning it's a new thing now it's changing it's not you have to go out on a date with somebody you just go to the a restaurant by yourself and order some new food like i would rather like a friend there like you like tasha like my sister like it just hey come me like I don't want to go alone and then I'm always I literally like I want to go on a solo trip I just want to be by myself not have to deal with nothing and then I'm like oh but it'll be so much funner with so-and-so there <laughs> like what's wrong with me all the time you need your friends you need your peoples in your corner but it is sometimes nice to have your quiet time and do your own thing but that is my nice quiet time I'm having my friends there and then cuddling up with your legs Right, once yeah. you start to realize how much fun you can have by yourself, you, um, the, the opportunities are endless. And, and that's mm-hmm. what I like one thing I mean, I'm that's actually at a point I'm at right now. Like I'm starting to realize how much fun I can have by myself and it's pretty freaking amazing. Oh yeah. Like I mean, like the other day I went to go watch Spider Man. I mean, guy get the counter judge me a little bit, but I was like, yo, mind your business. <laughs> um <laughs> You're like, give me the extra large popcorn with the extra that's exactly what I did. Extra large park of extra large icy. Mind your business by myself, reclining seats. I'm watching. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, those solo trips, you really start to find a lot about yourself. You know, those, like Chris was saying, those solo dinners, you know, 
it's those times away from other people you start to really think about other things that you probably wouldn't think about when you were with you with friends because obviously when you're with friends you're gonna have those conversations and they're kind of like you know back and forth you're stuck on one topic whereas by yourself you're zoned out you're like oh okay i'm thinking about this oh and it, it just it spins ball or I'm i think like, i avoid that dropping. and there's no pressure there's no anything you're just it's you <laughs> yeah it's just you i think i avoid that i like going on dates with my friends I'm, again, we're not saying well, that we're never going to find men because I'm always out with them and they just think we're lesbians. And that's fine. Okay. So I've caught you. It's fine. Try it. Try it. That's your homework. Try it one day. You'll like it. That's, that's asking a lot. Take yourself out on a date. Yeah. Take yourself on a date, Nelly. Right. Wow, guys. That's a lot of pressure. Um, <laughs> do you think there's a lot more pressure than the first day with actually somebody? Right. Yeah. Really? Really? Yo, what if I let myself down? What if the conversations <laughs> in my head are? Have what a glass if I don't of wine. Like myself, I can't just walk away from myself. I still gotta pay the bill for this bitch. <laughs> that that was a lot of pressure. You'll forget everything. What if I let myself down and I don't like myself? That's funny. <laughs> Only she would think that. Like, really? You can't just sit here by yourself for an hour and a half? Yeah, look at the conversations <laughs> I have with myself. This is a, this is an uncomfortable date. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like, here. Wow, you can You're really boring. Like, the conversation that we're having internally is like, it's, oh my God. I'm like, get away. I'm going to need to have another drink. I'm going to need to, like, look at my phone and ignore her because. She's not going to be a great date. Oh, my. Wow. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't try it. Never mind. Yeah, thank God really right now. Thank, thank, thank right. God for your baby girl. Yeah, you have her. Right. Exactly. I'll think about it. How about that? I can agree to think about it. There you go. I'll take that. Okay, we'll take that. Sweet. Well. Wow, we have definitely um, gone over an hour here and could definitely talk for days with you gentlemen and your points of views on dating. And we'll we'll probably have to have a little uh, run back on how dating life goes and any other crazy things that may happen um, along our journeys, even if it's self-dating and self-dating. <laughs> should do like first date chronicles. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, because Marissa, you need to, I found a guy that she needs to text and she hasn't texted him yet. I know she hasn't. Um, I haven't. So we need you to do that because we need some, some first date action happening here. Oh, we need to follow up. Like my job was to get somebody, get the number. I did my job. It's hella ghetto in these dating apps. There's not plenty of fish in the fish of plenty. So I'm going to need Man, I'm going to need you to do some follow-up because I can't keep keeping on. Maybe he's the one. Can you please save me? I just can't believe Stephanie. She wanted me to open 15 accounts, and I agreed on three, and now she's ready to get rid of all three of them. So happy I mean, that I am married. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> in the dating world very shortly. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to with participating, Stephanie, because you're going to start taking over these dating apps. <laughs> she, she wants no parts of this. No, <laughs> <Say> no. 
personality between the three of us are answering messages. Like, Who is this lady? <laughs> multiple personalities over here. She's great. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, listen, it happens. It happens. It you guys know, depending on my mood, I may have a different personality every single day. It depends on what day you reach out to me and where the moon's at. So it is what it is. But yeah, um, in regards to dating, I know we talked um, before we end this amazing podcast. Um, we talked last week and touched on the point of and even touched on it uh, during this episode about um, it being really dangerous for women and if you find yourself feeling um uncomfortable in a situation to make sure that you're reaching out to someone around you walking up to strangers if you have to um letting your friends and family know where you are um like i said i follow my friends they like to say i stalk them but i follow them um case in point something that hit really close to home over the weekend um sherelle Pringle was, uh, went missing after a date with her on-again, off-again boyfriend um, over the weekend. And they've been searching for her and unfortunately found her body. And now the guy is on the run. Um, so it just brings it back to the point of it's not safe. And, you know, he obviously couldn't deal with the rejection um, for whatever came to it. And it's unfortunate. And she's she's a grown woman. She's older than me. She's 40. And now, days before Christmas, her family's dealing with the grief of her being taken away because this man could not take the rejection of whatever happened after they left the party. And unfortunately, it took her life. So I want to stress the point to everyone to be honest, be real, take rejection, walk away. I don't care what anybody does to you or says to you. Um, if they want to leave you, let them leave you. It's not worth it because now you're taking the life of someone and taking someone's family away from them and also losing your own, in a sense, because now look at you. Um, I think that society needs to really change their views and we really need to start looking out for each other, men and women in general. I think the society that we're in right now, we're so quick to just pull out our phones and laugh and post videos for clout instead of jumping in when you see a situation that could possibly avoid a tragedy. That is my two cents on the situation. Um, Stephanie will post a beautiful photo of Sherelle. Um, popped it up, yeah. Yeah. So just be mindful, everyone, you know, that obviously I'm not speaking directly to any said person on this podcast because I know you all and love you all dearly. And I would beat your asses if you ever did anything wrong. So just in general, be mindful. Keep your eyes open. You see something, say something. Speak up. Stand up. Um, don't be afraid to intervene and jump in because you could possibly be making sure that somebody gets home to their family that night. That's and true. where you're out in the dating world, trying to find love, don't ignore the red flags like a girl because I do. Sorry. I ignore a lot of red flags because I like to think I can fix people and I can't. So... Have fun, love yourself first, go on a date with yourself. <laughs> used to do, but just be respectful and have fun and don't jump into anything you don't want to jump into. And until next 
time. We'll talk to you guys later. Awesome. Bye. Thank you, ladies, for having us. Oh, I want to do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> I told her I love joy. I love joy. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming. I appreciate it. Um, to hear you guys' perspective definitely uh, opens my eyes to... You guys do deal with bullshit too, and I just don't, uh, I don't give you guys enough credit for the, the bullshit you deal with. But Juju, like, the next time a woman put your hands on you, like, we <laughs> 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 need you to stop it, okay? Don't let her grab the jewels now. Don't, don't let her be rubbing all up on the back, sir. Yeah, yeah. If she was to grab my junk, it would have definitely been another, uh, episode. you know what? I wouldn't even want. Like I said, I wouldn't have known what to do if she would have grabbed it. I guess I'll cross that bridge if I ever get there. I hope I don't get there. I hope you never get there, right? <laughs> I hope I don't ever get there. You call me. It doesn't matter where I'm at. You just call me. Put me on video chat. I was going to say, I put you on FaceTime. Donnie, she just grabbed my stuff. Huh? <laughs> oh, she goes nuts. <laughs> a handful of my plant is nuts. It's going to be acting up. <laughs>